Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. by bensound.com. Welcome everyone to today's last Earth Energy Forecast Show on this Thursday, February 25th, 2021. Thank you for tuning in today. And you can also listen to the podcast a little while longer until March 21st. Yes, this is the last show. Like many of you, I have been guided to do something else. And that something else is not entirely different, but it is a little bit new. And that means to say goodbye to Blog Talk Radio. And it also means to take Earth Energy Forecast Show to what I feel is the next level. And I wanted to take today to just review a lot of the shows that um, brought me to this point, to this decision-making, and to thank a lot of my, all of my guests, not a lot of them, all of my guests that have been on the show for over 70 episodes. And it's it's been a joy and a pleasure. I've loved doing it. And... And these are the times we're in. It's time to move on. So just to remind all of you of what we've covered since Earth Energy Forecast began, we've covered subjects like like consciousness and awakening, how to cope with the stressors of life and especially of COVID-19 most recently, new energy sources and subtle energy, and nuclear threat, and 5G, and earth catastrophes, and, of course, the astrology. Thank you, June, for being here every week with me. And for ways of loving the earth with Jane Reading, who is here with me every week for a while, too. There's a lot of really great information here. And even though... I will no longer be on Blog Talk Radio. All of that information is available on my YouTube page where I'll be taking Earth Energy Forecast to the next level. So while you'll still be able to come here until March 21st, 
to listen to this episode and any of my other episodes. After that, and even before, you can go to my YouTube channel. Just search for Joan Serio, J-O-A-N-C-E-R-I-O, in YouTube, and you will find all of my shows there and all of my new shows. Because Earth Energy Forecast is now becoming envisioning a new Earth. Yes, through the shows and when I look back, I have and I hope you have learned a lot about what may be coming in our very near future. The ancients talk about this. They talked about these cycles. Aristotle and Plato believed there were cosmic cycles that led to earth catastrophes. There's the indigenous prophets, ancient texts, all refer to this time as the end of days, the great purification and catastrophic change. There are those like Edgar Casey who predicted catastrophic change on Earth and also Nostradamus. And most recently, especially through Ben Davidson's Suspicious Observers channel and others and other people that I've studied and even Stefan Schwartz that I had come on the show, I'll talk about in a moment. We've learned scientifically that we're approaching one of these earth catastrophe cycles, the end of one of these cycles. And we can look at the science of this too. In 2019, the World Magnetic Model, which GPS and cell phones use for navigation, had to be changed an er- a year earlier because magnetic north, magnetic north, was migrating so erratically, moving away from Siberia towards Canada at a rate of 30 miles a year. As of 2016, Magnetic North has moved the same distance it moved in the last century. Something's going on with the poles. It's measurable. It's observable. We know this. And we also know that the Earth's magnetic field is approaching zero. That is measurable. We know this is happening. As a matter of fact, it's lost 15, at least 15% of its strength since the 1800s, since the last big um, solar flare event, the Carrington event of 1859, which fried all of the telegraph poles lines. And we are in sun cycle 25 now, which if you are a sun cycle or sun weather buff, you'll know that there's been a lot more solar uh, activity than there was in cycle 24. It's ramping up. We've got more sunspots now. We've got sunspots and um, coronal holes. Um And the winds that come out of those coronal holes can wreak havoc with us physically. We're going through physical changes. 
We've had people on the show uh, such as um, uh, when Celia Fenn came on and talked about these changes and how who channels Archangel Michael and how they affect our body, physically affect our body. So if you're feeling exhausted lately, I'm sure you're feeling, could be feeling anxiety and stress, and we know that COVID is adding a lot to that. But that would come with this anyways, and these solar flares and the, these um, solar winds can cause even cardiac issues, heart palpitations, and they can disturb our sleep. We've learned all about that. All of these things are measurable observable and probably I would venture to guess that you've experienced at least one of these. So what is happening? From all of my research and researching a lot of people that have done a lot of research and going back and looking at what prophets have said, like I said, and the ancients and ancient texts and indigenous tribes like the Hopi, we're in the end days. We're at the end of a cycle. And uh, Doug Vogt from the Die Hold Foundation has come up with, he's done, I don't know, millions of hours of research, and has come up with what he calls the clock cycle. And through using the Torah and uh, this mathematical um, keys, if you will, that were embedded in it, he's come up with a date for when this next Earth catastrophe cycle will culminate. And he said that was between September and December of 2046. We would experience this. And then... I had Stefan Schwartz come on the show. And Stefan Schwartz started remote viewing. And he started talking about all of these changes that his viewers were starting to see. And he talked about that there would be three large migrations in this country. That this is what the remote viewers saw. Remote viewing, they'll have a target. You, the military uses remote viewers. This is something that's been, and he does all of his statistics on this. He does all of the analysis. This, again, has been proven many times over that they can see into the future. They have a target. He correlates all the information and data and what they saw is that there's going to be three large migrations in the United States. One away from the coasts, another one out of the Southwest because of the temperature and lack of water, and one out of the central states because of mass weather events, massive weather events such as, you know, tornadoes. And we can also look at the latest event in Texas, and my heart goes out to all of those people, uh, because of the winter winter weather. They just weren't equipped to handle it. And I've had people on the show talking about alternative energy sources, and I'm going to continue to have them on because we need to look at this. 
And so windmills and solar panels, I I live in the Northeast. It's cold right now. We have windmills. They work. We have solar panels. They work. It's possible to do that. Only they didn't plan for that down in Texas because they don't normally have the temperatures that we do now. And so the grid went down and pipes froze and people froze and people died because they were so cold that they made wrong choices about bringing things into the house that could either catch fire or they died of carbon monoxide poisoning and one young child, I think, died of hypothermia. So these, it's just, unfortunately, the tip of the iceberg. And I've struggled with this for a long time myself. Do I really want to be this person that talks about this all the time? And when I re-listen to Stefan Schwartz's uh, show today, and I encourage you to do that, I knew I made the right decision. You know, he also said that his viewers saw such earth changes that there would be these climate change refugees, as he calls them. And there would be like 750 million people would become homeless, become refugees. Just think of those people in Texas where their homes were destroyed, I mean, full of water, pipes burst. Or those that have experienced tornadoes and their homes are wiped off the face of the earth. Or those in California, their homes were burned to the ground. Imagine these catastrophes happening more frequently. It's really not that hard to do, and you can understand how very easily we could get up to 750 million climate refugees around the world. So what do we do? Is Doug Vogt right? Is this change coming in 2046? Well, when I listen to Stefan Schwartz tell me, and you, that his remote viewers saw between 2040 and 2045 that these earth cataclysms, as he he called it, would happen. So much so that they didn't see anything after 2045, not until 2060. Now, what I've learned from my research, and I've seen these myself, I've seen the petroglyphs out in the southwest, is that a Dr. Peratt, who is a physicist, studies plasma energy and how it might react, came up with something remarkable. Now, there's petroglyphs all around the world. And what's striking is that they all look very similar. Now, these are ancient petroglyphs. Maybe 
people back then were able to have some sort of communication. We don't know. Maybe they had telepathy. Maybe they all experienced a similar event. And that event could be what is being theorized as what what could be coming as either a super solar flare, something that was described by Nostradamus, or a galactic super wave where the galactic center sends out this wave of um, particle sheet of dust and particles, charged particles at the sun ignites, you know, excites the sun and that flares. And then we get all of that energy thrown at us on earth. And, or it could be a solar Nova, the sun going Nova as Doug Boat says, he says, every star Nova's. Ben Davidson calls it a micronova, a type of nova where the sun will not just be destroyed, and, and but rather something smaller but large enough to cause catastrophe on Earth. So when I heard of those two dates, or that range of dates of 2040 to 2045, and Doug Vogt coming up with this number, of 2046, it got my attention. So for most of us, that will be in our lifetime. And it's only perhaps a short 25 years away. So what do we do? What can we do? Well, we know that the indigenous have survived this. And we think that they survived it through living in caves, through going into the earth. And we know that there's been underground cities all around the world. We've been finding these lately. And also the U.S. government has underground bases. Why are they doing that? Well, if you listen to Ben Davidson and you go to his channel, uh, YouTube channel, uh, uh, Suspicious Observers, or to his show that I taped, you'll find out about the Chan Thomas story and the Adam and Eve story and, and what the government may already know. And maybe what was one, if not the most important reason why we went to the moon initially. So... I feel compelled to take the show to another level to have guests on so that we can talk about how to prepare and how we should live because we're not just preparing for the grand event. Uh, Things are going to be ramping up until then. I mean, we're in sun cycle 25 now. We're not in a grand minimum, as some people may suggest. That's coming, maybe in another cycle or two. And with it, we'll bring a mini ice age, perhaps even before this happens. And Doug Vogt, if you want to go to Die Hold Foundation on YouTube, he's got tons of videos. And he's researched the geography of the Earth. And when these cycles that happen about every 11 to 12, 13,000 years, 
what's happened to the earth. And he'll tell you that usually what happens is one side of the earth is facing, earth, uh, sun facing, and one side isn't. And if the poles reverse, the earth would change its rotation. So since it's spinning at I don't know how many, you know, million miles an hour per second, whatever, uh, whatever's moving on it, say the water, would continue to move when it comes to that momentary stop before it goes in the other direction. And so all of those oceans would continue to move over land and you'd have huge floods on one side and on the other side you'd have water evaporating out of oceans in a matter of minutes. So what do we do? How do we prepare? Others have survived it. We're still here. Humans are still on the earth. It's survivable. What can we do now? How should we live through this so that we can go through these ever-increasing earth changes and survive them? So I'll have people on that will talk about alternative energy sources and how we can uh, grow our own food, form communities, talk about what the indigenous may know about these changes. It's time to start the dialogue. It's time to get the information out there. So that's why I'm doing it. And it's also time to get information out that there may be something that we can do to minimize the effects. We're waking up to our own powers, to uh, the power of consciousness, to the power of the heart. And maybe there's things that we can do to lessen the blow, to increase the survivability of what may be coming. And in all of this, it may not be that big of a reversal. Maybe there's some that are bigger than others. And so maybe all of this is for naught. But what if it isn't? What if all these people are right? doesn't hurt to prepare. What if it wasn't just Texas that lost its power, but the world? That can happen. At any moment, we could have a solar flare large enough that would fry the grid. How would you survive? There's no phones. There's nothing to keep your food cool. There's no gas because everything's electronic at the gas station. You can't go to the store. It's all electronic. Even to get in the door, it's electronic. They have to manually open them. What would you do? How would you keep warm?
if anything at all that COVID has taught us, I guess it's to slow down and look at the hard stuff that we just didn't want to look at. We just, you know, turned a blind eye to. And, uh, you know, it was just too hard. And we can no longer do that. COVID's not letting us do it. The earth is not letting us do it. It's time. It's time because the earth tells us it's time. So just pay attention. And I want to say thank you again to everyone that made Earth Energy Forecast the beautiful show that it was. I feel like I created a family with everyone that I had on this show. And a special thank you to Jude Valentine for being there every week with the astrology. And to my friend Jane Redding uh, to be there, Jane Reading, to be there every week uh, to do Loving the Earth with me. And So as I say goodbye to one show, I say hello to the next. And I call it envisioning a new earth because it's a cycle. And every cycle has a beginning and an ending. And then a beginning. And so there will be a new earth. There will be another world. Maybe we can create that together and envision it. So that's what my show will be about. So I thank you all for listening. And I have a clip of the audio from the trailer I'm going to be using on the show. And I'm going to play that for you now. And I hope to uh, see all of you at my YouTube channel. Here's the trailer. Our world is changing. From the pandemic to social unrest to wars, division, and climate change. It's time to envision a new way of living in and surviving the shift of ages. The Hopi call this the time of the great purification and talk about different worlds. Their petroglyphs and the other petroglyphs around the world tell the story of what happens during the shift, the geomagnetic pole shift. Learn what the indigenous peoples of the world, scientists, researchers, prophets, psychics, remote viewers, and more say about what our Earth may experience in most of our lifetimes. Learn what we can do to prepare for what might be coming in a matter of decades. Are you brave enough to envision a new Earth? I hope we all are. I'm counting on you. So I'll see you at my YouTube channel, Joan Serio. That's J-O-A-N-C-E-R-I-O. I have the link in the description box. So thank you all 
Much love to all. Take care, everyone. Be well. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.